created live on Fireside. Welcome to YNS Live with NFL Thread Pivot. I am Juliette Hahn here with my co-host, Cynthia Zordich, and our guest, Adrian and Mark McMillian. How are you? Hey, we're doing good. We're doing good. Just out here chilling in sunny Las Vegas right now. So uh, lucky. It's cloudy and freezing here in New York. <laughs> in Ohio, yep. Good for you guys. Yeah, it's so good. Cynthia, I would love for you to introduce and, and give us a little background on yeah, the relationship and everything. Great. Yeah, especially going back, um, you know, this year, the the playbook is the pivot issue. So we have gone back and there's so many amazing stories coming up from um, the guys that have gone through transition that shared amazing tales with us this year. And the playbook comes out this month. And so in doing that, um, you know, you go back and you think about, you know, guys that you knew in terms of these players and reminiscing. So I was finally able to talk to Michael into doing something of one of my projects when I did the first project about transition, his only quote was, I don't want to be in this book. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> ready to kill him. But I finally was able to interview him and get him in this. And we talked so much about Philadelphia, Mac. So we talked about all you guys and what you all meant to Michael in Philadelphia. And going back to that time with, you know, Richie Cotite and Ray Rhodes and you and Von Hebron doing your show, Little Big Man, that we would look forward to watching so much and all the off the field work you did. So it was awesome that I've been following you and everything that you're doing. And then thank you for introducing me to Adrian and Adrian, all the things that you're doing in real estate and helping NFL families, helping NFL players and helping just others. I'm so happy to have you guys on to catch up. It's been a while and to like tell everybody what you guys are up to. So thanks. Thank you very much. That was a nice introduction there, Cynthia. <laughs> I love Little Big Man. That was you guys. <laughs> yeah, Mike was a little too big to make our show. He wasn't small enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Julia, just so you know, like these guys went out and um, it was a tandem and every week they highlighted somebody in the league, you know, because, you know, like what you have done and I think, Mac, for your like size as a cornerback and just your athletic prowess and somebody might have said, oh, you know, that's that's too small to be in the league, but you just... um eight-year pro, you're just um, a role model for so many young kids that think that because of a number, they can't do something. And so going out and highlighting all these players in the league every week, it was such a show because you just were so excited to see with amazing um, plays, like highlights, all these things, and they would feature a guy every week and a little big man. Is that what you won the Emmy for? We won an Emmy for the Little Big Man Show. Yeah, we, we beat out Randall Cunningham to win the <laughs> Emmy Award. I know he still gets salty about that, but... <laughs> well, and I love that. And I think that it's so... I, I love that when Cynthia just said, because I have kids and my one son is... Uh, my middle son is a basketball player and everything's always about height, height, height. And I'm like, look at... Look how some of these guys don't. It's also about your heart. And so I love that you highlighted that. I think it's so important and so important for kids to know it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be just your size. Yes, it helps, but it doesn't mean that you cannot do something. So way to go. And I love that you won an Emmy for it. Yeah. yeah. And we were featured in Sports Illustrated as well for that. No. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's so great. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, I, Cynthia, can I take it? Because I would love to kind of hear a little bit about how you guys met. 
like take it back. Like we're going to go back how you, uh, Adrian and Mark met. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 um, well, I can say I was fresh off the boat. I came back from uh, Bahamas where I finished school. And so I was new. I was learning to drive on the other side of the road, tongue tied, trying to, you know, get the gist of how everything was, you know, working. I was kind of in a time warp, you know. So um, I met Mark. I think I had just started kind of. You know, I was 20, 21. She didn't start high things. school. She didn't just start high school, so everybody just know I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was above the belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just working in a restaurant, honestly. And when, you know, it was probably around the Super Bowl time in Arizona. And I think Mark and some buddies came in and, you know, girls that I had worked with where I was hearing all these stories about athletes and, you know, never, ever, ever date an athlete. And so it was just this stigma around it back then. Right. And Arizona was kind of known, I think, as that hub of off season. That's where a lot of guys would come and stay or had homes because they could just kind of fall into normal life. And so we met and became friends. And, you know, he swore he wasn't an athlete, never played in the NFL. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, me being naive just fell for like, he's a good guy. I won't go for that. <laughs> and then, you know, six months later, we were such good friends and started dating. And it just kind of went from there. I'm like, gosh, what if he's just so humble. You know, that's, I think, what our connection really started from is both being very family oriented and just a really humble guy. I love that. I love that. Oh, Cynthia, you're muted. I think you're muted. Yeah. So, so Mac, you were playing at the time or were not playing at the time? I was in New Orleans. I think I just left Philadelphia um, and I was in New Orleans uh, when we first met. And my line was, you know, I was I, I played like I was a trash man, you know, because every, every you know, so guy had the, line, had the jury, had the cars and all that. And, you know, I wasn't making too much money in Philadelphia, but I was making enough. But I just wanted to say, hey. I got to figure out a different way that I can try to land this young lady. And it works. We're here. I guess I'm going to marry a trash man. I love him. I love it. Oh, God, that's so funny. That's so funny. Well, and then you guys, and I and I know I'm jumping, but I will go back. But you guys renewed your vows recently as well, haven't you? Yeah, 2019. Oh, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. so beautiful. That is I love that one. <laughs> A long time, a long time coming, I guess, you know, just starting out so young. And I mean, he's not that much older than me. So <laughs> we just kind of grew through the years and transitions and living from different states, different. So, yeah, it was time. Yeah. Kids, grown children. Grandbabies. <laughs> right. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm curious about that. I always um, it's it has to be such a loving decision when you want to renew your vows because I'm feeling that you look back and think, did we really know what we were saying back then and promising for the future? But then at a certain point in your marriage, you're like, I want to do this again because I really know how much I love you. And I really know what this means. And let's, let's do it again to celebrate all over again. What was your mindset? Well, definitely not. I don't think either of us really knew, you know, when you're 21, you don't see what 30 looks like. You don't see what 41 looks like. So, you know, when- or 50. Going through 
you know, you're just catapulted into this world that, you know, you really don't know anything about when it comes to professional athletes and their families and all of that. So we just went through the motions and some of it was super exciting. Some of it was a little scary at times, but we just knew we wanted to be together and have kids and what that looked like. We were just going to take it as it came. And so, yeah, I think we just reached a point. Well, I won't speak for him, but I reached a point that I thought, you know, yeah, we're here. We made it. Our kids are, you know, at a certain age and, and we felt more settled, I think, you know, coming from Arizona, transitioning to Las Vegas and all of those things just really made a big, a big difference. Age, I think would be the number one answer. You hit a certain age and you look back, at least I did and thought, gosh, we've really been, been through a lot and we always somehow stuck together. So yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Aging appreciation, like appreciation for this life together. And um, I imagine that the kids, they had to really enjoy this celebration. And did you have them, were they a part of it? Um, you know, to walk us through that. Absolutely. So our daughter, um, the oldest, she was my maid of honor. So that was wonderful. I, th I think they had a little alcoholic beverage. So I was like, is she, is she conscious that this is going on? Or is she nervous? You know, after 20 some years, I thought she was just flowing to it. But my son just, you know, he was hanging out with me. Uh, Byron Evans was the minister. Uh, you know, he, we played together. Oh, I in love Philly. That. And uh, Randall Cunningham was actually uh, my best man. So, uh, you know, yeah. So I, I had my guys with me in the room. And then my son just mysteriously left for a minute. <laughs> And I didn't know where he was going. And then I see the pictures later, him, his mom, uh, and, and our daughter. They're partying. They're partying in their dressing room before the wedding even started. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fun. I think I want to do that now when my kids get a little older. I want to renew because that sounds fun. Yeah, that is fun. That really is. I, I think that. you tell my, yeah, tell Michael, you guys maybe need to do that <laughs> too. Yeah, They'll be in the back and doing shots and they'll never make it to the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, we'll never have it. That's so funny. Between Mark and Randall and Byron and who was going to officiate the ceremony and how that was going to play out. And Randall kept, well, you know, I'm the best man. You know, I'm the best man, right? So I would just laugh. Like, it's so funny to watch these grown men have those conversations and kind of bicker a little bit. So it was a lot of fun. Our son walked me down the aisle and there were lots of tears, but it was awesome. It kind of just felt like all over again, you know, it's like, wow, right. here we were all this time later. And then it was just a party after that. Our right. favorite food is tacos. So we were like, it has to be Mexican <laughs> food. Everybody has to dance. And, you know, of course you got to do the electric slide. So it was fun. It was a really good time. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, go ahead, Cynthia. Well, what I love is this, um, you know, so you do, you get married and you have this family, but then you end up like creating these people that you really love to hang out with. You know, the people that you're like, yeah, you know, that you would have been at my wedding anyways, <laughs> if you had been here already, like your relationship with your kids sounds amazing. Isn't it? Is it so cool to have them like as these people in your life on the day to day? Oh, it is. Yeah, it, it's wonderful. I think, well, even Mark with, um, you know, doing some of his olive oils and <clears throat> things was asking like, gosh, I just can't think of names. What are great names? And of course, our daughter just started texting and rattling off all these, you know, names for and he uses them now like, oh, my gosh, you know, she picked them all out. And so they're so involved in our everyday life. I always say it's great as they get older, because then you can take a step back and watch 
kind of how your work plays out in their life as their parent, but then you can start that friendship and hanging out together. And, you know, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're every day a part of it somehow. <laughs> right. And then seeing, I mean, seeing you guys pivot, you know, in your, in your life, um, I'm using the word pivot, but you know, I mean, Mark, you were a, a big deal. I mean, you went to Alabama I think, don't you still hold a record in Alabama, which I think is so freaking cool. My oldest son is named, I I read somewhere. Yeah, it got broken three years ago. It was for the uh, longest (sighs) interception return. It was by Mika Fitzpatrick, who's an all pro in the NFL now. So I didn't feel bad. uh, I think the the record was probably like 50 something years uh, when I broke it. So uh, hopefully records are meant to be broken. But, you know, anytime you can. Uh, have a record, especially at Alabama, you know, was was pretty cool. So uh, Mika, Mika Fitzpatrick, he did tweet me out or he t- sent me a text. So I'm sorry oh, I broke the record. <laughs> but good that's for him. He's so a, cool. Yeah, he's a great player. Uh, plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's one of the uh, best players in the, in the league now. So I don't feel bad when they say your record was broken. I was like, well, it was broken by a guy that's all pro in the NFL right now. Right. And you know, it's so funny because when I was looking around, I'm like, he still has this. I was like, I must be reading something wrong. So I'm like, I mean, that is a long time to have, you know, a record. And then you're in the NFL and Cynthia, do you want to take it where a little bit, you know, when you guys were transferred and stuff, how did that look as a family? Um, when, when you, you changed teams, you know, emotionally, how did that kind of go about? Um, you mean like, so after the, after Mac was in four years in Philadelphia, so you're yes. fresh you, from there, you went on to the saints. So you left Philly and went to the saints. So, um, what Juliet always gets amazed by is how often we pick up our lives and move, you know? And so that would be interesting to hear how you guys handled that whole situation of going from Philly to the Saints, to the Chiefs, to the 49, to Washington, to the 49ers. You know, these are moves and that always amazes her. Well, cause it, you guys have to pick up. I mean, I've moved and I love adventure. So I'm always like, oh, it sounds so great. But anytime I have moved with kids, it's like, oh, you got to get the dentist. And I always bring this, Cynthia always laughs, but the dentist and the doctors, <laughs> the signing all the papers for the school, making sure you have all the paperwork, it's not in a box. And then all of a sudden, you know, that first like month, you're like, oh my gosh, no one has seen a doctor. I don't even know where to go if something happens. And so it amazes <laughs> me. I know that I get, I get a little crazy about this, but it is, it's so true. It amazes me how a family does that so at ease and you guys have to do it so many times. So, you know, Adrian, I would love to kind of hear your you know, your take of when you did that after, uh, you know, Mark left Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, when we met, he was in between that, you know, Philadelphia and the chief stage. So that it, it was different in the sense that like, we didn't have kids yet. We didn't have, like, we were just starting out. So it was more of the excitement and the fun and the, you know, being in Kansas city, which I loved. I used to be like, can you just retire here? Cause I thought the people <laughs> were so wonderful. I was like, it's just all football. Everyone's so kind. And, um, yeah, so, you know, that was great until you get pregnant and you're like, oh mm-hmm. gosh, now I have to be a little bit more grounded. You got to be a little bit more stable. And so our home base was Arizona and it just made sense <clears throat> to be, you know, there and local. And then once, you know, we had kids, it was, oh my gosh, how do we, how do we transition? Now it comes to, you know, do we visit? Do you, you know, and for all the wives who've gone through it, I mean, Cynthia, I'm sure, you know, you just kind of, you, you, with the flow, it's, you know, from week to week and how do we, you know, find those things like the dentist, like the doctors, and you just go with it because 
you know, you're the biggest fan and their support and everything that they, you know, need outside of football, they rely on you. And so I think just being there, you know, the presence, it's, it's not easy, but I think in the moment you don't really think about, oh my gosh, this is stressful. You're just, I got to do what I have to do to make sure I'm there for him and kids and everything. You just go into that mother mode. <clears throat> right. And, and, and that's what I said to Cynthia. It, it is a, a person that is built. Like I do, I believe in God, but whether you believe in the God or, or, or the universe, I really do believe there's a certain person that can handle that better than a, another person. And when you're in that, as you said, it's, you really don't have a choice. This is who you love. I'm just going to go with it. So I love how you said that. And in the beginning when you don't have kids, right, it's like an adventure, like, whoa, this is so fun. But then, you know, you think, I think this is when Cynthia and I were talking about, I think about the women that, maybe have, uh, you know, a shop or a business in that town. And, and how does that look like that fascinated me too? Like, okay, you just have to pick up and say goodbye to your dreams because you do love this person. And this is the life you chose. Um, and yeah. that kind of fascinating because that, that has to be hard. Yeah. Well, and such a big challenge or I guess factor that plays into that too, is once you do have kids and let's say like for us, Arizona was our home base. So it was like, my husband was gone for six months out of the year <laughs> and then all of a sudden he'd be back, you know, and we might make a couple of visits during the season or if mm -hmm. he's got a bye week and come home and, you know, that's great. We get that family time. But then all of a sudden when the season's over and they're home on a consistent basis and you as a woman feel like, gosh, I have everything running. I have my schedule. My kids are on there. Who are you and why are you here? Now you're sitting on the, you're like, my flow is all, <laughs> almost, so you have to almost get like that readjustment, reacquainted. Okay. Now this is our life for the next, you know, and then you don't, I don't think a lot of people realize for the wives too, is, you know, even if you're there with them in season, it's not like you get a ton of time together. I mean, mm -hmm. the time that from the practice field to any media stuff, to the games, it's, you know, you got to steal those moments that you get to see each other. So, you know, all of it comes with its challenges and huge rewards at the same time. And I'm sure, just... I'm sure Sydney's probably been through this, especially if we lose a game. We're not happy at all. <laughs> yeah. you know, we don't want to talk to anybody. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a full-time job, you know, and a lot of people just see it on TV for 60 minutes and like, oh my gosh, these guys are awesome. But, you know, it's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, Monday through Sunday, pretty much. And you're fighting for your job every week. Um, you know, so, you know, being in that locker room, being with those guys, that's why we may not see each other for 10 years. But when we see each other, it's like you just saw each other last week because, you know, you've been through that grind. You've lost some big time games. You've cried with each other. Um, you know, a jubilation. You know, I know. Uh, whenever we play Dallas, that video always comes up when I think they give them like five or six downs and you see me jumping <laughs> on the field you see Mike Zordage like, you know, we're giving each other a high five and, you know, just going through that, that, that game again on, on, uh, TVC in that moment, like, man, I still remember that game. It was cold. We hated the Cowboys. <laughs> um, you know, after winning that game, it was, we were on such a high. It was like, you know, as a player, it takes a time. It takes a little time to come down from that. And, uh, you know, for you just have to have a partner that understands that part of the game because um, it's 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 tough on the wise, I'm sure. You know, and uh, a lot of people on the outside looking in don't realize everything that goes into just winning a game or losing a game. And like I said, when you lose a game, uh, everybody's pissed. You know, you don't want to talk to anybody. You know, you just want to try to get to that next week to win the game to get that same kind of winning feeling. But 
like I said, I, I love all my teammates, uh, you know, that I had opportunity to bond with. Now, I think me and Z-Man, it was me and Z-Man. We had a, it was a special bond, man, because, you know, Mike was a guy that a lot of people didn't, you know, really respect as a player. But, man, he always had my back on the field. Every time he made a play, he was like the first guy over to congratulate me. Uh, the same, in, in, you know, with myself as well. Mike was a silent guy, you know, he's like that Italian stallion, <laughs> you know, he, he didn't think too much, but, you know, he, he carried a big stick and uh, he was one of the leaders on our defense uh, side of the ball and uh, probably one of the better teammates that I had an opportunity to play with uh, Z-Man. So you can tell him that, you know, when he gets home, man, I, I love Z-Man. He's always looked out for me. Uh, even when I took my son to Michigan on a recruiting trip, you know, I got a chance to hang out with you guys in the parking lot and, Mike just showed us, you know, he just opened his arms up to my son. And my son still to this day is like, man, dad, I really had a good time in Michigan. And I remember Coach Jordan, you know, really looking out for us. So thank you to the Zordish family for always uh, making us feel good. Yeah, it is special. And he made a point to say that, too, that even to this day, you guys have a pretty cool kind of exchange that you guys keep in touch. And um, that always means so much to me, you know, because... I do know how, like, you know, you guys are, you, you might not see each other, but when you do, it's, it's immediate and it's real. And I know that he felt that way. And I was looking for the, do you remember when you guys did an event in Philly? There's this, I have an awesome poster downstairs of you and Michael on either end of all these little kids doing something. I think it was for the United Way. Um, but it's a huge poster that they had out and I stole one of them. So I have it downstairs. Oh. I'll send you a copy. <laughs> was that on the boat? Was that the one at the boat that we did? No, that was, um, that was with the um, cystic fibrosis. Remember that? Um yeah, that was a really good event too. And that's the other thing. Like you guys do so many events off the field. You guys are so involved in the communities. And Adrian, I love how you said that. Like every family makes a decision. What's best for them? Is it best to be there during the season or is it best to just like have our off season place and we'll hook up because that way everybody can focus on what they're doing. Everybody's different. Every family's different and we all do what works for us. So I can appreciate that you guys made that decision to have base and then to go in and visit and then everybody can focus and get their work done. Cause it is, it's a lot 24 yeah. seven, especially with somebody like you, Mac, that gets involved. Yeah. And, and you know what, and, and Adrian, what you said, I think is so important that you are the person that needs to be there. You need to be kind of like the, the, the Play-Doh, right? You need to be molded because it's like, okay, my life is here. And anyone can picture that a wife, a mom can picture you have the house running smooth. I mean, I, I totally laughed because I know even like with my husband, if he travels a couple of days a week and I'm like, okay, we're smooth. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why is everyone up until 11 o'clock? I got to wake them up in the morning. They're going to be grumpy. You don't see when they're grumpy in the morning, but then they're grumpy and they treat me like crap because you had them up watching movies. It's a school night. You know, I mean, I can totally see that. And, and that's just a couple of days. So I think that's what is so important important and so not talked about. And this is why when Cynthia and I started this, I said, it's so important to shed the light into families like you guys and the Zordages that can talk about, you know, we do so much good stuff. And if there's, you know, the league will talk about good stuff, the league. I mean, I think the league has gotten so much better where there's so much more positive coming out, but you know, there was times where it was a lot of negative and there's so much good that the league does do. And so many beautiful families that come out of the league and so many beautiful relationships. You know, anytime I've done uh, these events with Cynthia, what do I always say to you? I literally have like a permagrant on and I'm like the energy and the love in your community that you guys have. And I'm so blessed that you've kind of taken me in. Um, it's so 
infectious and so wonderful. And so I just thank you guys for taking the time to do this with us. And I know we're going to, you know, I'll, Cynthia said, I'm going to get to meet you guys in Arizona. Um, but you guys do so much and I know I'm excited, right? You do so much. And I think that's beautiful. And again, I do think it's, you know, a certain person that can do that, but it's important. Um, you know, as Cynthia said, the, the posters of you guys doing all the charity events, uh, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just really wonderful. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're grateful for you guys, for sure. Yeah, coming up in Arizona, um, I'm so excited that you guys are coming to the luncheon because the whole idea of the luncheon is, like, why are you here at the Super Bowl? What are you doing? What are you up to? Like, tell us what you're up to. Promote what you're doing. Take the floor. Take Get on the podcast. Put information out there. And I think you both are doing such exciting things right now. And that, you know, Adrian, your real estate business, I can't wait to talk about that. You know, I feel like this is such a great opportunity. There's so many NFL women in real estate. And I just feel like there's, you're probably going to go on to create some type of club, you know, like some type of, you know, just, you know, movement with it because, you know, we need to sell, we need to buy. We, and then there's people that want to invest, you know, take that into the next, um, you know, maybe that's your next career. So um, if you don't mind starting there and then we'll talk to Mac about what you're doing, Mac, with the pregame show in Vegas, like that sounds fun too. So let's start with Adrian on your real estate you know, I think for me, it's, it's how do we support each other, you know, in this community? So I started out really just wanting to help people and a lot through like, to your point of, you know, moving within the parameters you're given, right? So he would come home off season, sometimes during the season and, then if we had to move again or when we decided, you know, we're outgrowing our home, we need to purchase another home and just not knowing any better, you know, we're not educated, we're not understanding maybe what's going on in real estate or the market or anything like that. And so, um, you know, we went through experiences where you're buying a home and then you're kind of in a, I always say it's almost like a stigma, you know, you get these applauses from people that are like, oh my gosh, your husband's in the NFL. This is amazing. You must have this beautiful life and no issues, no worries, no problems. <laughs> they don't understand that they've lived. Like everything comes with a sacrifice. Yes, you have amazing blessings um, and you're so grateful for those. But then also the sacrifice of people not really understanding, gosh, but it's taxing too. And then when we would go to buy a home, it's what is all this paperwork and why do I feel, you know, so trying to dive in and educate myself also, you know, still being really young. Um, and I would, you know, tell Mark, like, gosh, do you think we got a little taken advantage of, like we never saw a realtor after we walked in and saw the model or we never understood. So it was up to us then to, you know, I remember him taking pictures of every stage of the house, like, okay, it's being framed. Okay. I found a beer can over there. What's going on with this? And, you know, then you're just signing these documents and writing these big checks and not really knowing why, you know, what, what does all of this mean? And probably by our third transaction of purchasing or selling a home, Mark was like, you really need to do this. Like you could help so many people you know, by dissecting the transaction process and why they're spending so much money. <clears throat> why are these agents taking so much money in a sense, right? Because I'm very supportive of realtors and especially in the community, try to get together with as many agents as I can and brokers and everything that's about the transaction because I'm more 
about let's support, let's share, let's have transparency. How are we really helping the client? How are we helping the community? Because it's not always about how many am I selling this month? It's who am I helping? These are such mm, big I love that. life. And you want to make sure that the person on the other side of that transaction is happy <laughs> and that they don't feel they were taken advantage of. I'm not worried about Yelp reviews. I'm more concerned with, did they walk away feeling that I did the best I could for them? You know, I'm supposed to be the expert. I'm supposed to be the one advising on such a big decision. So for me, it was just a natural progression um, from my finance background that with his advice and support, he's like, just help people. So it started out that I was just going to help our friends and family. Like, I just don't want them to get taken advantage of like maybe we were or how we were. So I just wanted to help people. And then it's just been one after the other. Like, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you? And I just love it. I just have so much gratitude that whatever I can do to hold their hand through the process, especially with relocating, we know how that is. And you have to move and find the school and find that dentist and find the. So we have people all the time, friends and with, you know, his community and network of friends that are, oh my gosh, we're moving to Arizona. We just had friends move from Hawaii to Las Vegas. And I'm like, let me go get my real estate license in Vegas so I can help them and walk them through, especially during COVID when it was shut down and you had to sell a home over the phone on FaceTime. Like what a scary situation. I don't know that we could have necessarily done that, you know? So being so grateful that our clients trusted me to go through that process with them because they knew us as their friends was just, I mean, we see them all the time and I'm always hugging them and just, you know, thank you for allowing me to do that because they live in that home today. You know, they put a pool in, they've done all these things. And I was terrified, like, gosh, what if they move in? And they're like, Adrian didn't do a good job. <laughs> she didn't find us the great house. And they're so thankful, you know, as we're in a great neighborhood, we love our home. We're just so proud that you're our realtor. So to me, it was expanding that. And how can we do more outreach in the community and have more of those conversations of being transparent with what it really is in a transaction. Because you've got so many hands in it from your lender to your financial advisor, especially with athletes, you know, and, and wives. And you don't have all that time to stop and say, okay, let me dissect. Like you might have to move the next week, you know, right. if your husband is, hey, I just got transferred from this to this, or I'm hoping to get picked up and you got to go. You need someone there that's going to hold your hand. So I feel like as women, as wives, and, you know, I'm definitely pro, <laughs> pro women, like, let's go, let's help each other. How can we be there for one another? I love that. And you can feel your heart. I mean, you can really feel your heart there. Yeah, go ahead, Cynthia. I wish you were with, um, I was around when, when my husband was in Arizona and I was pregnant with my first and he went to Guadalupe and bought a condominium, um, just bought it and told me I found us a place so you can come out now. And so I went there, the whole family were in a van and there were signs everywhere saying that it was beware, like be careful, like not a safe area. Went to the front door. There were bullet holes in my front door. And I, uh, I'm like, Michael, are you insane? Like, I mean, this is not even a secure area. And he's like, wait till you see the closets, the closet space. It's amazing. Wait till you see it. So I, I walked in this place. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, his family's like, let's take pictures. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So like that night I was like, I know you're busy. I know you're trying to make this team, but I am not moving here. Like there's no way. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm, I'm afraid. And so he talked to the guy that, why well, he's like, I figured that might happen. <laughs> He's like, I knew that might happen. And they gave us back everything, you know, so it's like, oh, thank gosh. Yeah. We end up running an apartment. They like, that's what happens. You know, you're, you're out there looking quick. Your family's waiting to get out there and you're just making decisions. So the fact that you're there to say, this is what you need to look for in the home. This is what you need to look for in the area. This is what, this is how you should finance it. This is how you should sell your house. So the fact that you're a person for a family whose focus really at that time is just being together. You just want to be together. You know, like he couldn't wait for me to get there. So therefore he couldn't see anything around him. <laughs> Except the closet. is going to love not even the couch in the dumpster that he didn't even see that. He, he's just like, he walked right by the couch in the dumpster too. <laughs> it was like, she loves closets. This is a good one. It's so funny when Mark went to uh, the 49ers and I remember I was pregnant with our son and he, you know, did the whole condo thing. Like, Hey, I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but I got to go. And so, you know, I didn't know what he was signing up for and I fly in and of course I'm, you know, big and pregnant and it's like four stories up. And, I come somewhere and I'm like, what were you thinking? He's like, I don't know. I just had to get here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is not the place I would have chosen, but I get it. And you just go with it. You know, you just go with it. It's so funny. The stories that you think back, like, how did, how did we do that? <laughs> right. You just laugh and like, you know, really, but he's just like, babe, I, 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 you know, seriously, I have one day off. I had a couple hours. I went out. I saw first for sale sign, you know, you know, we wanted to be, we wanted to get you here before you had the baby. So yeah. But what you're doing is amazing because, you know, even in terms of like the schedule of like from the framing, like what do you look for? And, you know, the upgrades, the upgrades, the upgrades, but what did you sign off for? You know, and it's so nice to have somebody that really knows and that can sit down and, and they're comfortable to ask you and not embarrassed to ask you. Like, and care. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, no, and I love it. And I have to say, one of the things that I love about this, and Mark, you might appreciate this watching them, is I love sitting here and when Cynthia connects with old friends, I get to hear stories that I haven't heard. And then I get to see the interaction and it makes me so freaking happy because it's it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. You can see the love and the connection and also the respect and the understanding, which I think is so important. You guys respect and understand each other. Just like, you know, um, Mark, you and, and, and Michael, like you guys respect and understand and other players. And you see that so much in your community. Um, it's just beautiful. So, and I love what you're doing. My dad's a realtor. It's, it runs in my family. And so, um, it, it is, it's not an easy job and you have to really, you know, I love that you said it's about the people. It's not about the sale and you can feel that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I see it as, you know, you have to be the ears and the eyes and the feet on the ground through the process. You know, like I said, with, you know, him, thank goodness, part of that home build process was off season. So he was out there every day when I was, you know, working with the kids and all that stuff and actually watching how that, you know, moved into the home actually being done. But yeah, to your point, it's like you've got builders and, you know, different scenarios where they want you to sign off on, oh, those upgrades, 80,000, oh, this and that. And they just assume, well, you're an athlete, you got it, you know, don't worry about it. We'll just do custom this and we'll, and by the time you're done, you're like, gosh, I could have bought three homes, but what did we do? 
you know, oh, and right. the reason was over there handing me what to expect when expecting books. And I'm like, Oh, I love him. He's amazing. And then never saw him again. And I'm like, where did our agent go? But that's the difference that I wanted to make is I want to make sure I am there. I'm not just handing you books to read and playing to be your best friend. I want to really advise you. And do you need to buy this? You could do that aftermarket. What kind of, you know, concessions are we going through right now, especially with this real estate market? It's crazy. So a lot of my calls and a lot of my, you know, community of clients are a lot of conversations. You know, when is the right time to buy? Should I be selling right now? What do I have to look forward to next year? There's a lot of scarcity stuff out there in the news, but there's still people every day that have to move or they have to sell or they have to downsize, you know? So it's just being able to be there and hold their hand and educate and know that you have them regardless. So I just talked to a realtor the other day who said, I know better. We know that realtors don't really have any friends. And I thought, well, that's really kind of sad. I think realtors, like all my clients are my friends. If they don't start out that way, they become that way. Whether, Mm -hmm. you know, I think your tribe kind of finds you is, you know, I'm not really in competition with other agents necessarily. It's just being out, being out in the community with him and, you know, our association with other things happening in the area and how we can be a part of that. And then as you start conversations with people, they just kind of gravitate to you. And there's so much to go around for everyone that it's not a, well, I got to grab this one. I got to get that one. You know, the competition out there is fierce, like, you know, with your father being an agent, but it's just consistency, you know, it's Mm -hmm. consistently being transparent and this open heart of who can I help today? Who can I somehow give them anything? You know, it's just, it's self-sacrificing, but it's so rewarding at the same time. I love it. And I thought it was going to be a hobby, but good thing he advised me, like (laughs) you really need to do this. And I couldn't imagine doing anything else. I love that. And I love the support. I love that Mark was like, this is what he could see what you love and that what you would be good at. And that's, you could see the love that you guys have. Um, I think, which is really beautiful. Hey, I have a great idea when you said, um, what to expect when you're expecting, which I, I had that book and it's that pastel colors and the woman's, you know, I almost bought that for my daughter as a joke, just so she could be like, what? What? It's like the, it's the dumbest thing ever. It's crazy. But <laughs> he told me on it. He told me, I'm like, this is our agent. He's the guy. He gets it. He understands. And then never saw him again. I was like so hurt. And of course, being pregnant and hormonal, I was crying. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, it would be awesome for you to do a what to expect when you're building book. What to expect when you're buying book. What to expect when you're selling book. You know what I mean? And um, oh. you know, kind of play off on that. That'd be a really good, good, fun project. I, yeah, Cynthia comes up with great ideas. Yeah, because you are definitely the author, and it's fantastic. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I could pick your brain for longer than an hour, it would be awesome. So we're going to have to sit down and talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really fun. I mean, that would be really cool to be hand out to players, you know, like early on, like what to expect when you're buying, like this is like such good information because there's, I'm sure there's a lot of things to be um, weary of. You know, I remember Mac, do you remember when they would call you guys in and say, don't go look at a property alone. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there's like a lot of things to be like aware of and wary of. No, it's so um, smart. And that, that would be, that's a really great idea. It's a really great idea. So I'm, um, and I know we touched on this. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, 
don't worry about it anyways. Cause like, I remember doing projects and somebody would kind of call me and say, Hey, you know, I saw that so-and-so is doing the exact same thing that you're doing. You know? So you're like, you're like, oh, you know, takes the, everything from you. And then you realize now nobody can ever do anything the way you do it. It's, it could be the same title. It could be the same idea, but it can't, it can't be your experience. It's, they're just not going to yeah. do it the way you do it. And well, and Adrian, just like you said, but just like you said, there's enough to go around for everyone and people find their people. So, and that's what I always say, even in my consulting business, like someone can be doing exactly as Cynthia said, the exact same thing and, and having an event, exact same event. And it's going to be different because it's your feel. So I, I, you know, it's, it's, that's really important. So I'm going to pivot again and I would love, you know, Mark to talk about your oils and, 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 and touch what you're doing there with the, uh, the grilling and stuff. You see, he's so excited. He's been sitting here like, oh, I'm really going to get there. <laughs> I can see. Look at his face. <laughs> I, I, I do enough shows and talk enough, but I, I, it's good that she finally gets behind the camera because she's never really done anything like this. So it's good that you guys giving her the platform to be able to highlight some mm-hmm. of the things that she's doing, uh, obviously her business and real estate, because everybody just sees us, you know? Uh, right. So it's, it's really good to you know be able to shed some light uh, with our spouses and, and let everybody know, like, it's just not me that you see uh, in uh, front of the camera and all that. So we do have uh, significant others and kids and, you know, people that make us look good, you know, so it's good. It's a great platform uh, that you guys are doing to allow the wives to showcase what they're doing. You know, that's, uh, you know, that's really important, um, you know, especially uh, nowadays, you know, a lot of players are not in good health. And a lot of players are not really doing good. Uh, so it's good that you guys highlight the, the, the wives as well to give them that platform, to give them their shine, as people always say about us, you know, let the wives shine as well. I love that. And you could, when you, when Adrian was talking, you, and Adrian, when you watch this back, if you do, you'll see that Mark was like, so smiley. Like it's, it's very sweet. Like you can see Aww. that he really does support you and that Aww. is proud. And, <laughs> and, and I, we're going to, I know get to the oils, but it was, that's one of the things that I love about doing this. Cynthia, how many times when we were at the event last year and I would, you know, we would go up with the microphone and say, you know, tell us oh, about wow. you. And the women would say, oh, I am so-and-so's uh, wife. And I'm like, no, 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 about you. And they literally pause. I said to Cynthia, I was actually taken back because I don't mind talking about myself, and I, but I'm, you know, my husband is not in professional sports, but they pause and they're like, wait, about me? And I'm like, yes, what do you do? And then they would tell me what they did. And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you, are you kidding me? You do all that stuff. And that's the other reason why I said to her, this is so important because it's so true. It, there's so much that the wives do so much that the wives do. That is so freaking impressive that it's, it's important to highlight it. And so, you know, Mark, I love that you said that. I think that's wonderful. Brownie points. That it's not patronizing either. It's not like, Mm. oh, you know, it's the guys know what the women are doing, and the women know what the what the women are doing, and so their families. But you just have this grace to know that people want to talk about football, you know. So you just kind of can take the back seat because you are respected in your home for what you do. So it isn't like you need to like get into a place and get a you know megaphone and talk about what you do. You just have that grace to be like. Yeah, this is where I am. Yeah. It's, it's so true. It is so true. But I do, I know what, you know, we told you we were going to have you here for an hour. Um, 
and this, this platform, this is why we love this is because this is being streamed. Like right now people are watching us on LinkedIn. They're on Twitch. They're on YouTube. We are actually Fallon, who is the uh, co-founder of Fireside just joined the um, show here. Hello, Fallon. And so, so yeah, but so Mark, I, I want to know about the oils. Cause I definitely thought that that was really cool. You know, as I said, I did a little bit of, of research. And so can you take us through that a little bit, how that came about? Um, you know, I've been cooking for a while now. Um, obviously, uh, my website is Grilla McMillan, which I struck gold uh, with that with that platform. Um, yeah. And just uh, using different olive oils, different seasonings, uh, different projects. Me and my boys, we were just in the kitchen, just mixing up spices, you know. And uh, we came up with like seven really good spices, and we actually launched it, you know. And uh, you know, it's probably a couple of years ago. Uh, but, you know, we, we wasn't FDA approved. So we was like, we might need to sell this just to family and friends in case somebody gets sick. We don't get sued. So we had to pull <laughs> that off. our <laughs> We had to pull that off our website and, and rethink everything that was going on. And um, my spices and everything was sold uh, online and it did really well. Uh, so now I'm rebrand, rebranding my spices and barbecue sauce uh, that's being sold uh, in Arizona at Ruggiero's Ace Hardware Store. Um, in Philadelphia, they're carrying my, my spices and olive oils. Uh, here in Las Vegas, we just picked up an account uh, at uh, Barbecue Concepts, uh, who's carrying my olive oils as well. And we just launched a Grilla McMillan Margarita Mesquite-infused pizza uh, here at wow. one of the, yeah, one of the uh, it's called Evil Pie. And, you know, my, my wife set up a meeting with this hospice care. It's called Nathan Adelson Hospice Care. So, we were just trying to figure out what can we do in the community since we're here? How can I use my platform to help somebody else out? And Evil Pie, we collaborated on a Grilla McMillan pizza that's being featured now for January and February here in Vegas. And they're donating uh, a dollar back from each slice sold uh, back to the Nathan Adelson Hospice Care uh, here in, in Vegas. So the first, first day it launched, we sold 100 slices. So we raised that's awesome. over... Yeah, we raised over $200 in, in two days. So uh, it went so well, they say, hey, we want to extend it to February so we can try to raise as much money as we can to be able to give a check back to uh, the hospice care center. So um, the olive oils are doing really well. Um, you can pick them up online at grillamcmillan.com. Uh, like my wife said earlier, uh, I didn't have any names for them. So my wife was giving me names. Our son, our daughter came up with some really cool ones. I think one is called Granddaddy's Garlic or something like that. <laughs> uh, I love it. It's called Squeeze My Lemons. Uh, you know, so it, it's all uh, all my characters from my playing days on there. Uh, holding mesquite wood, I'm holding lemons. Uh, down the hatch chili, which is a, a, a infused hatch chili uh, olive oil as well. So we have six different flavors. Uh, that we launched and I'm excited. I just launched in High V in Olathe, Kansas. Uh, so they're carrying it in Kansas City as well. So it's it's growing. Um, I'm excited about this new project. Uh, all my NFL brothers, they've been ordering the you know ordering the uh, olive oils and and using it as well. So uh, you know we're just trying to give back and do as much as we can. I hope we sell 2,000 slices. Uh, that's my goal. I told my wife. I said you know I want to make a big check, a big donation. Uh, right. uh, hospice care is really deep to her uh, because her dad was in hospice care. So uh, we're just like, hey, what can we do uh, to make a difference here in Vegas? And not just, 
about football, but you know, we want to be able to impact some people's lives because she went through that process with her dad being in hospice care and see how some centers are well, ran well yeah. than others, you know. So yeah. we, yeah. You know, she, she did her research and and partnered up with a really good center here that we'll be able to. Uh, I think we have a a walkthrough or something tomorrow or mm-hmm. Friday that we're going to walk through the center, take some pictures, just try to get more images, meet the staff, like just dive into it. And um, I guess being my background as a player, whenever you do something, you just dive in and you do it 100%. You know, as a player, you just can't go out there and be 50% and be effective. You know, you got to go all in. Um, You got to be willing to fail. We didn't win. I didn't win every game in my, in my career. And, you know, failing is part of the process. And, you know, it's just even the olive oil. Some people don't like them and some people do like them. And that's OK. Uh, the people that uh, don't like them. God bless you. <laughs> I have to interrupt and say, so if you are in Vegas anywhere for the rest of January or February, because they're going to continue and run the um, dollar per slice give back evil pies on Fremont Street. And it is the coolest. So do you guys remember evil Knievel? Yeah. Evil yeah. Knievel, everything in this place is themed after Evil Knievel from pinball yeah. to, I mean, they run like just videos of him and all of the stunts that he used to do. It is just the coolest place. And the owners just have amazing hearts. And so for them to partner and say, hey, we would love to do anything to highlight what you guys are involved in. How can we give back and support? And so with Nathan Adelson being the only nonprofit here um, for hospice care in Las Vegas, it was just a natural, you know, when, when doors open and you're like, gosh, I really like this person. How can we connect? How can we help each other? So that's just turned out to be such a great opportunity. And every chance that Mark gets, he's talking about it. He's helping to, you know, promote it somehow. Like, hey, how can we give back more? So Ooh, that's, that's wonderful. Sure. Yeah. Well, when, when we share these clips and when we share, um, you know, from here, this is just the beginning because we'll be sharing the show. We'll be sharing clips. We'll be sharing quotes. And every time we do, we will make sure that we send them directly there and give all that information. So make sure we get that so yeah. we can do that. And if you have any samples that, or if you can bring some bottles of the olive oil to the event, that will be so much fun and to put it out there. Even with his spices, everything pays homage to his family. His grandparents have started off, you know, his grandmother cooking in the kitchen and his grandpa being, you know, called, he would call it suited and booted. So like on the weekends or every day, he was all about a gentleman wearing a suit. You should always be representable. You should always carry yourself a certain way. So one of his spices, he actually named or coined suited and booted after his grandfather. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Oh, I'm back. I got those back. (laughs) I tell you, they weren't too far away. So here's the one. Here's the one. It's called Granddaddy's Garlic. Oh, I already made that one. And then we have one that's uh, Hatch Infused as well. And then we have... I love olive oil. Squeeze My Lemons. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's awesome. Wait a minute. See, this has to... We have to do a collab here because, like, olive oil and meat... You know, the beef. That's all we we marinate our meat. But Cynthia also, I'm thinking of Alex. Barbecue sauce. Oh, in February. Awesome. I got spices. I got olive oil. So I think that'll go well on some beef over there, Cynthia. 
Yeah, and Juliet's right. My my son Alex, is, he gets his own pizzas, breads, wines. You know what I mean. So this is like, and he's got a couple shops. So we're definitely going to have to get. Oh, we are definitely going to have to get your brands. Oh, and, and when I was for the Hall of Fame, I mean, it it is. And I like to eat and I've eaten all over the place. It is so freaking good. I was, but I'm also so proud of Alex. I'm like, Oh my God, this is like the little guy that had his, he's like, Oh my gosh, I had his lovey. <laughs> and, and you now have your own shop and I'm drinking your wine and I'm a little buzzed in your shop, you know, eating your pizza. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. You guys definitely have to. You guys. Yeah. This is, these products are just so part of your heritage too. It's like, you know, paying homage to your family, to your upbringing, to your, you know, all of the traditions and, and having them in really cool packaging. And then the next generation's involved with the naming. So this is awesome. So special. So Mm -hmm. special. We're excited. We're excited. And then once my uh, spices and barbecue sauce launches, uh, Mm -hmm. I donate uh, 25 cents back to, uh, my lift program that I founded uh, two years ago in Philadelphia. Uh, so it's a lift program that we do. It's a Camp 29, uh, but we uh, invite kids uh, all over P- Pennsylvania that's been harassed and bullied. So uh, this will be my third annual uh, Camp 29. That will be, uh, I think it's June 24th. It will be in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. This will be our third annual. So we started off with like, 10 kids. Now we're up to like 30 kids. Awesome. Uh, you know, so we're, we're continuing to grow. Um, I know Irvin Fryer is going to appear this year. Uh, Hollis, uh, Hollis Thomas is going to appear uh, from some of our former teammates. Uh, we're trying to get Hugh Douglas. Uh, you know, so we're, we're Westbrook. I know Westbrook is a guy that's from the Philadelphia area. So I'm trying to get as many guys as I can to come to the camp. And, you know, I'll be grilling as well after the camp. I think it's Father's Day weekend. So I'm going to grill for all the dads that come out for the kid as well. So um, I'm excited about that. So everything we do, you know, we try to give back and and try to pay homage to our family from now, even even before, like my grandma, my granddad and my mom as well. So and then when my kids see the oils, they know they pick those names out. So that's pretty cool. So cool. It's it's awesome to get kids involved. Is Valen still on? Because I'm feeling like a show here. I'm I'm thinking you need to do like a seriously cooking show using all of your products and, you know, doing at your events. I mean, I think it would be so fun, you know, for everybody to like witness you in your passion of cooking, but also doing something awesome for the kids in the communities with your teammates. So fun. Just love it. We got some really good stuff that's in the pipeline. Obviously, I really can't say what's going on, but... It's going to be really big, so stay tuned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, good stuff. I love it. Well, yeah, and on that on that note, I think we because I know we have an hour, um, and so I don't. I want to be respectful of your time. Um, Cynthia, are you ready to wrap up? Sure, I guess. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know. I could talk to you guys all. First, I want to. I want to thank you guys for having us on. It was a blast. I'm, yes. At least, like, we could talk for like two hours because oh, I'm there's so much content that's going on. But what you ladies are doing is amazing. So I, I want to give you guys kudos for doing this and, and giving. Uh, you know, like I said, as players, we've been in the limelight so much. Um, it, it's 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 good to see that you guys are focusing on the wives and, mm-hmm. and what they're doing. Uh, off the field as well, because, uh, you know, they're just as important as we are, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, so you guys are doing an amazing job. It's an amazing platform. And I can't wait to meet you guys in person. I know. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
yeah, I mean, we'll be together for that. We'll be together for the off the field fashion show, which I hope you guys are, you know, not only going to be there, but possibly. I mean, we can walk this year. We're walking. Yeah, I can't, I can't show. eat after oh, seven. I can't eat after 7 p.m. She said, I can't eat anything after seven because I got to get this certified to Oh my God. I'm so glad you're walking. And it's going to be the most amazing show. We had a meeting last night and the runway is long and beautiful. And uh, oh, it's going to be. How long? How long? I, I got to get in shape. How long? Is the runway. I mean, it's like, it's like half a football field, I swear. It's just oh so long goodness. and I gotta, awesome. I gotta start running right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll expect some dancing. Um, you know, the monitor's gonna be on, the girls are gonna see the guys. Yeah, definitely one. Oh my god, so much fun. We don't just let you walk in. That's awesome. No, I'm so, so excited to meet you and Adrian and Mark. Yeah, I mean, really, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm excited to be a part of it. And and thank you guys so much for joining YNS Live with NFL Thread Pivot here live on Fireside. And again, we could talk for ten hours. I know we could, but we're gonna be respectful of your time. And when the listeners, we know how we know how they like to listen in uh, in periods. So thank you guys again, and um, we will see you guys in Arizona. Oh my gosh. Look, that's the shit music. <laughs> Got a little little polka. <laughs> Thank you guys again so much. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you to all the listeners and the followers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.